Welcome back to the Action United podcast, the podcast to inspire action and help you reach your goals in far more than just health and wellness. As always, I'm your host, Ism Hadahut, here with my co-host, Jason Hogarth. And for this episode, we're going to go right into a big thank you. So we are wrapping up our first two weeks of launching this podcast. And as our dedicated listeners, we just want to say thank you, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts. It's been a dream come true. Uh, I just remember reflecting and we've been consistently reflecting on how this was something we really wanted to get started. And we started recording a few episodes and it was like, how do we continue to build this? And now we're here and the messages and love we have received is never and it's not going unnoticed. So we want to at least kick off this episode just thanking you guys all for the love and support. Couldn't have said it any better myself is um glad you you took it today. Um but yeah appreciate everyone um that's tuned into an episode, um left a review, followed whatever. Um like you said it doesn't go unnoticed. We greatly appreciate all the support from everyone. And uh yeah really just wanted to take today as a opportunity to kind of do something a little more impromptu, kind of go over what me and is we'll typically do when me and him chat as far as just kind of how we recap our our weeks and things like that when me and him meet. Yeah, I think the cool thing is this is something, you know, you and I have done before any of this. It's just like, hey, I need a second to talk. Do you have a minute? And we'd go on our walks and we would talk on the phone. It's like, what went well this week? So we want you guys to kind of get it behind the scenes of like, hey, what went well with the podcast and just anything in general that we feel called to share. So yeah, I mean, with that being said, I'll kind of start and then yeah, please add on. I feel like things that went well was we got started. Uh, it's the master showing up we keep talking about. I think we've done a really good job as a team as far as, hey, let's record, let's edit, let's hear the edited version. Do we like it? What should we edit? Is there any more description that needs to be edited from there? And then kind of schedule the podcasts out. So then I think with you taking the creative edge the creative uh, initiative as far as you know cutting and and putting everything together uh thank you one and then two i think we've done a good job communicating all that that's definitely one of mine um as far as what's what's gone well it's been a fun busy exciting two weeks on top of you know our normal responsibilities adding this into the mix and you know kicking it off the way we did by having consecutive episodes each weekday was definitely, I think, put us right to, I think, you know, going back to our college football days, it was, it was our training camp. Um, non-stop consecutive work of me and you communicating together, making edits, reviewing it, doing show notes, et cetera, um, putting it out on socials so people actually knew we existed, um, things like that. So is that that constant process of perfecting it. Now it'll slow down a little bit. Me and you can find a groove. Um, so we could keep making this better and better. Um, so people can kind of pull more out of each episode, hopefully. Um, so I think that was definitely one thing that's gone well. Outside of that, I think at my my job um, at Kaizen Voice, uh, where I work as a sales rep, um, I've had some, some big meetings, some big planning meetings. Um, don't want to go into too many details on them, but it's been fun because it's been things that I've never even had to consider um, prior in my career, just because it was always done by people that were two, three, four levels above me. Um, so it's been very exciting to be a part of those meetings and be a part of like 
kind of the direction and the vision of the company. Um, so very excited about that stuff and just kind of continuing my, my development. And then I think more on the the fun side, um, Megan and I, she's done art and vino before I've never done it before. So I got my first crack at it. Um, we did a, a fall scene. Unfortunately, Megan did a fall scene before. So now we have three paintings done by us that are all fall. So we have nothing for the other seasons, but I guess it's just more of an excuse to, to go do it again. The, like the first time I've always wanted to do something like that. So we did like a crafts day of like Monica, I or myself, Monica and I, and two of her girlfriends. And it was it gave, the best thing. Let me just say the best thing I painted was the sky, um, but it was soothing. So in the, in the sky was easy to make. So that was my relaxation with that. But I like the, the painting there, you know. Nice. I'm a big fan of the sky too. That's right. where that's the first thing you do hard to, you know, a little trickier than most people would think. They think it's just blue. No, you got to mix some white in there. Mix so, it. Yeah, it's cloud. I learned this technique. Yeah. Take like the white and I literally like thumbed it. You like kind of like thumb fingerprint it and you like they didn't teach finger. us that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I think, no, I think we were watching that. like a YouTube along alongside it or something. I forgot what brought that up, but I tried it. and I was like, okay, these look like clouds. Yeah. Now Megan's trying to talk me into, so they had a studio come into our apartment complex to do it and like lead it. Uh, apparently that studio does a like paint your dog. So like they'll, you send a picture ahead of time, they'll do the sketch and then like you paint over it. <clears throat> I think we should start with someone else's dog. Cause Nala for those that don't know what she looks like, she's a Australian shepherd. She's a blue Merle. So she's got like four different colors in her coat and her pattern is crazy. That would be the hardest thing to start painting. Like, just let me paint my friend's black lab, like solid yeah. black. Can't, can't, not, can't make too many mistakes. Um, but no, I think it'd be fun. So maybe we'll, we'll do that. But yeah, that's a good point. I even think about all the detail that's going to go into that. And I have linked to it'd like, be very hard. Yeah. <laughs> She's a long haired dog too. So it's not like it's easy to just like paint her a solid color. I feel like you have to yeah. like make it look like hair. So right. Wait, quick rewind, um, you know, because I, I know there's a lot of opportunity and I've heard of, as far as some of like your career moves and we won't go into detail about everything, but it is cool to to see that more opportunities opening up and how it is, how it is opening up. Have you taken advantage of them? Have you stepped how you have stepped into them? And it sounds like it's all, you know, kind of falling into place. You can kind of like show like, hey, this is my skill set and I'm I'm good at what I do. Yeah, I think there's two sides of it. One is I think I'm very fortunate for the people I work with. When I joined, there was an awareness that there's a lot of things that I can bring to the table that are unique, that I can help build this sales organization in the US. But I think at the same time, there's also an awareness that there's a lot of things that I don't know that they're going to be asking of me. So there's kind of been a nice balance of like, them investing in me, teaching me these type of activities that I've never been a part of, while me being able to bring my experience to it as well. So there's been such a good like collaborative balance. I think um, one thing that that my boss the, said um, in one of our meetings that I really liked, he's like, we need to have these fights, but I don't mean it in the terms of like, we're not going to get personal and angry with each other, but like, we care about this company's success. So like, we have to, if we don't agree on something, like we need to bring it up. Like, don't be afraid to like push me on it. And I was like, that's like something you want. Cause I think sometimes those things can be like to actually bring up, but I think him just like saying that out in the open is, it was really cool. And like, I've been learning a lot. Um, so I think one is just fortunate situation, um, having good leaders that are willing to invest time. 
the other thing is like it goes back to that whole imposter syndrome thing of like not being afraid to just like go and do your best crack at it and like be vulnerable in a way and i just have to give my best effort at it try to learn the best i can put the product there and then be able to have the conversation with them around like hey this is what i think uh, can you help me out on it basically as we're going through the review like are there things that i'm not taking into consideration that i should be mm, yeah like to so, just go and do yeah not to go like too technical or too into crazy yeah. like detail but it's basically like just being able to put your best effort towards it be a little vulnerable and i think part of it is you have to be in the right environment for that to actually work because mm. if you're in more of like a toxic work environment it's very hard to be vulnerable and like put that effort in knowing that it might just come and get slammed right back in your face. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like what communication is um, book drop. Um, Adam Grant, I believe is his name. He wrote think again, and it's essentially a lot of the theme that stood out to me was that, or it's like when it comes to kind of meeting and, uh, communication there's going to be a lot of disagreement but it's being open to hear both sides and listen and see different programming and thoughts a different way so you can change kind of your mindset and see the other side of things and then that also reminds me of somebody who means a lot to me we talked about him a few times in our personal conversations but coach goodman from varsity house who's one of my favorite coaches of all time he always says uh, live with this white belt mentality. So it's like consistently knowing that we're going to learn, learn more every day and being open to it. Um, so those things just kind of stood out with what you said, as far as what you're doing now. Yeah. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. Let's see. We both went over what we're, we're, we're happy about in the last week. Mm -hmm. What about uh, um, the gratitude side? Or do you want to do about what we both think we could do better? I mean, gratitude first, I'm definitely grateful for how this has come out. And then as far as like my, I'll talk a little bit about my professional side of things. Um, we've talked about like the small group training that I, I get to kind of oversee and run um, at the studio I'm at. And that's been going well. We just wrapped up our first four weeks, which is like phase one. And the results that have came in has been really great. I've implemented a new program for the group training. So it's like a timing system. And we've been able to get a lot more work done in, you know, just under an hour. So that's been cool to kind of see unfold. We've got some events coming up this weekend. So we'll see two of our friends get married. I'll see one. Monica will see the other because we'll be split. Yeah, I'm just grateful to be here. All great stuff, man. Right. You excited for the weddings? Yeah. Uh, especially like the one on Sunday will be one of my high school friends. So that'll be nice to see, see his family, get dressed up and just have a good time. Take Monday uh, off to kind of recharge. Love yeah. That. Are you um, going to see the Dolphins play? Are they playing at home? Are. Yeah, we are. They're playing the Patriots at home this, yeah. uh, this week. So yeah, we'll, we'll kick it off with that. Grateful that there's a home game. I get to watch them in person. Um, Megan's going to have to fight some chick. No, just kidding. Uh, so some people will get that reference. Um, just, yeah, funny joke. Megan's not fighting anyone. Um, but grateful for Megan. One thing I'm really grateful for. So we, Nala has like had a sensitive stomach her whole like mm -hmm. life. So we've been like trying to figure out what works best for her. And she's been on prescription dog food and like, she's never really been excited about it. And me and Megan have been like doing a bunch of research lately and we've transitioned her to, it's called the honest kitchen. Um, it's like human graded food. Mm. So it's, I don't know, like the kibble, like you could feel it. It's not as dense. 
softer. It's like a human could eat it technically based off like regulations. Um, So we transitioned her over to that. She's been on it for about like since the transition's been done. She's been fully just eating that for about like five or six days now. And like her energy levels, which she's already a hyper dog, Mm -hmm. but through the roof, like you could tell she's just like feeling so much better. So very grateful for that because I feel like that's been one of like the biggest struggles we've had in our year plus of having her is just like, she's never even really like been excited to eat, which is weird to me because every dog I've ever had has been excited to eat. And now she like chases me down with the bowl. So it just makes me very happy that like to see that. I wonder too, if it's because the, I'm assuming the food is punctured with less preservatives and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, it's much different. Like more the old, like the prescription food that they or the vet prescribed it. Like, I think the fourth ingredient was the first meat that showed up mm. and it was like poultry byproduct. to whereas mm. now it's like all like natural, like the first thing that's on there is beef. The second thing is like whatever oats, barley or whatever. I don't even know exactly what's in it, but in order, but it's like all like real foods that I can pronounce. No weird, uh, you you know how it is on some of those processed food oh, yeah, <laughs> ingredient no. sheets. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely, definitely been an improvement so far. So we'll keep the, the fingers crossed that that continues, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's been, that's been a big thing. And then, yeah, I think the last thing is just this here, um, being able to get on here have these conversations with you uh, and put them out into the world and hopefully um you know like we always say if it impacts one person we're going to consider this a success yeah no it's a good plot i'm grateful to have the platform to be able to do that now we could speak on a lot of topics obviously obviously our, our central topic of helping others ignite their action but we can you know speak on things that are important to us well how about the i don't really want like I'm, i want to phrase it differently to use a corporate term, areas of opportunity. Areas what could of we op- have done better? Yeah. I had some, I have something that stands out because I sent you a funny gif to it. I know you sent me the funny gif to it when we were in the editing process. And, and we were, I'm going to call it, it was the honeymoon stage. We were so happy to literally upload all these episodes. So Jason would literally text me when he's like, hey, episode is edited. And I swear to God, it's like organically happened where every time he texts me, thankfully, I wasn't like super busy. I would literally go on my phone, log in and just listen immediately. And I would just listen to it. And then I'm like, okay, good. We're clear. And then I would edit the (laughs) captioning if we needed to, like our description and then schedule it out. And I think I, I should have gave myself a tiny bit of grace, but it was worth it. So I, I would say with all that being said, um, area of opportunity, let the mind decompress just a little bit and know when it's the right time to actually sit and, and digest everything. Yeah, no, I like that. I think, uh, yeah, with how quick you were getting back to me, I swear you were listening to it in the the two times speed. Um, you were, you were right on it every time, which I appreciated, um, but definitely not necessary. And you know, I think now that we're going to our true like Monday, Friday with like maybe a sprinkle here and there of a bonus episode, mm-hmm. um, that'll that'll die down a little bit. Well, we'll come up with some fun like special episodes. That way it's like, okay, here's us even more transparent. Um AJ mm-hmm. brought this up yesterday. Shout out AJ. The Colts play the Dolphins in Indy next year. Oh. We gotta go. That would be really great. We have yeah. to. We got to figure it out. Hopefully it works up timing wise and it's not like on a holiday or something. 
Um, but if that could work out, that we got to. Yeah, I would love to. I'm dying to go to a Colts game. I know. I would Just love so to see the Dolphins. If beat anybody's Colts wondering, Mike. Oh, I would love. No way. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> no, you'd love it. You'd love it. <laughs> Just if anybody is listening, and I've kind of told the story in person, but maybe not to our listeners, people are like, oh, Indianapolis. Like, you're from New Jersey, New York area. Why are you a Colts fan? Uh, P.A. Manning. Love P.A. Manning when he got out of college from Tennessee, gets into NFL, and like, he was good relatively quick and we had an explosive offense. So that was definitely uh, why I became a Colts fan kind of just like became a fan and stayed a fan with them, even through the heartbreaks of Andrew Luck and whatnot, but we don't have to go into detail. Enough. I love how you've adopted that, like that whole story about Peyton Manning and Tennessee, instead of just saying you were a bandwagon fan when they were good. Pretty much. Right. I mean, yeah, I guess it's bandwagon there. Cause I was too yeah, young yeah. to watch Peyton Manning and out of like in Tennessee. I don't even yeah. know how old I was then. But it was cool how you tied it all together. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it was. Yeah. I have that's a team. why I'm a Dolphins fan, too. You know, they were just so good when I was growing up. Mm. Damn yeah. All my parents, they were Dolphins fans. My mom always loved the animal, um, which was, oh, actually, I, while we're on the topic Here, of gratitude, that was, that was one of the coolest things that's happened. Was it this calendar year? I, I don't think, even know. I think it was this summer. Yeah, I think it was this calendar year. But... Um, so my mom loves dolphins. Shout out to my mom. She loves the animal. She's always wanted to swim with dolphins her whole life. Finally, this year, um, she came down. We went to Discovery Cove in Orlando. We did it. It was such a cool experience. Um, I was so happy for her to finally be able to like check that one off her bucket list. Because even since I've moved here, we've tried to do it a few different times. For one reason or another, it just never worked out. It was like the COVID year. So they didn't have it for a certain period of time, whatever. But we finally were able to check that one off the bucket list. So that was one of the, I'd say if we're talking gratitude for the year, that's like right up there in like the top two to three things. It was nice. so cool for that whole experience. Yeah, no, I love it. It's a, such a beautiful moment, especially like that's her goal. And like one of her goals, I guess, a dreams to do that. It's her favorite animal, but then she gets to do it with you. And it's like family's all there. So that's nice. Yeah, no, it, was, it was a fun one. Yeah, no, but overall, it's been, again, just like, thank you, everybody. It's been, uh, and thank you, man. It's been a really great week to see, great two weeks to see this come to life and to continue to build this thing together. It's been a lot of fun. Very uh, excited for what's what's still to come. Um, and yeah, I don't think we need to go too far today. Just keep oh. it a short, sweet, wrap it up, um, ignite your passion. I will, uh, we'll call this intermission because at the start, we're recording this on, what is it, Friday afternoon. And what we'll do on on Monday is we'll hop on here real quick. Oh, no. We'll recap our fantasy matchup. I knew this was going to Of who won between me and is. So we'll call this intermission. You'll hear some music in two seconds. Um, and then we'll we'll recap the fantasy matchup. See, see who won. That's a good idea. And we're back here on the Action Ignited podcast. We just wanted to bring you an update on the fantasy matchup between Iz and I. Um, it is Tuesday here, so we have the full results of who came out on top and and who didn't. So I'll I'll pass it to Iz to do the honors here. It was a very intense matchup where, respectfully to these professional players, I was hoping a few of Jason's guys were going to be out. And in respectful fashion, I won. I came up with DW and told Jason and I told you listeners that I wasn't going to talk much shit talk excuse my language 
because I didn't believe in that. Um, but no, it was it was good. It was a nice matchup. It was, I guess, close to start. I kind of uh, gave it to him a little bit at the end. But I said I was going to make this philosophical. And I think what I've noticed was be patient and, you know, everything unfolds how it should. Because in this case, we made some big trades. Didn't really know how it was going to happen. Kind of trusted my gut. And we did it. Didn't see the immediate result at first. So for those football experts out there, football fans, uh, two of the guys I traded for, and DeAndre Hopkins and what was it, Williams? Javante Williams, yeah. Javante Williams. Them two, when I first got them, didn't really do much. I think I actually benched both of them. Um, and something told me, okay, let's play them this week because it was a favorable matchup. And they ended up being two of like my highest scorers. So all that being said, be patient. Trust the process. And I saw that happen. So it was a good matchup as always. I made a joke saying Jason's a dictator, but this has seriously been not just because me and him are talking. It's been a really fun fantasy uh, league that I'm part of. Um, and he's the commissioner of it. So there's your update. I uh, came up with the W, um, but Jason still pre- predicted to come out in first. I think when I'm still projected to come in like sixth BS. Yeah, I don't make the rules. Um, well, actually, I did make the rules, but I let people vote on them. It's it's a lot of fun. We try to have a lot of fun in our league. Yeah, um, yeah. is a side of the trade that me and him made earlier this year combined for 54 points in this matchup between two guys. The one guy I got in the trade got eight. So that was about the story of how the the win and loss um, shaped up. Um, up up to this point, I think I was winning the trade just because you beat me now. I think it it brings it back to uh, sways it back your way, but we'll see how the rest of the year plans out. Um, yeah, I'm still in first, so we'll we'll keep that rolling. But um, we're licking our wounds from this one for sure. This was a, a big beating. Uh, got a shout out is he was also the high point scorer of the week in the whole league. So you know he had a he had a pretty good week for himself. Um, he'll be humble. He won't he won't talk shit, but he deserves to this week regardless. Uh, but yeah, we we had a lot of fun, um, just like everything. And I, I love how you put that uh that nice twist on it with the patience. So. Uh, with that, we appreciate you guys all tuning into today's episode. Um, just wanted to give you all a little bit of a behind the scenes into what our conversations, um, I guess, backstage go go like and how we kind of talk and plan for the week, recap weeks, things like that. So um, if you have someone out there that you commonly are planning with, maybe give these things a shot. Things like what you did well, what you didn't do well, um, gratitude. And as you can see, that doesn't it's not always a perfect process. You don't always have some right off the top of your head but the important thing is to have these kind of mastermind sessions with with a like-minded person um, or people to be able to continue both of your growth so um, with that that'll wrap up another episode of, of action ignited so ignite your passion boom